What is up, Defects? We're back on a Wednesday night. It's kind of where it all started on a Wednesday night, Jay. Yep. Yes, it did. All right. So happy to be back. You know, it was it was an interesting week. We had a uh, it was a little bit of a stressful week for for me and Jay for the Defects, and it's it's one of those weeks where you're like, I fucking hate doing this. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> hate doing this shit. I fucking hate the drama. I hate the fucking negative comments. And then you're like, but it's a live show. But it's yeah, a live it's show. A live and that's show. that's it's what brings show. that's what reels us back in. That's why Jay said, yo, we gotta bring back the live shows. What up, bro? What is up, guys? Defects, special guest today. Hot guest in the community right now, right? Hot topics going on. We brought in the perfect guest for tonight. He reached out, couldn't say no because of all the stuff that's going on. We got some movie news. Of course, we're going to talk CGC, right? Got to talk CGC. It seems like CGC is always in the news right now. It's something going on. So I can't wait to get into that, dive into that later. And that's it, man. Happy. What's up, everybody in the chat? Glad to be live. It's Wednesday night. Doing our thing at 8 o'clock. Head over to McClay at 9. He got his show going on. And, and we'll just a good night of comic book talk, man. Yo, quick! Did you, yo, did you see my man actual Drax uh, submission for the Spawn drawing? No, I didn't. Yeah, that shit's legit, bro. Oh damn, Drax! That shit's I'm gonna legit. Need a commission. I'm gonna need a Punisher commission, dude. I might have to bring it up if I if when Jay's talking, maybe I'll try to find that on Instagram real quick. I, I'm pretty sure it was his. Put it in the chat because it. I mean, he posted it, so I'm assuming he drew it. And I was like, damn, Drax can draw. I, I didn't realize. I knew he was artistic. I didn't know he was like that, though. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Go. So, yeah, like Jay said, a lot of people in the chat, we wish we had time to say what up to everybody, but there is so much to cover, and now we have a guest that came in last minute, and we had, like Jay said, we had to say yes. So, whew, what do you want to do first, Jay? What should we do? We got to do sponsors. We, we always right, forget them. We always forget yeah, them. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you know? You got this? You good? I got it. Come Yeah. <laughs> Guys, you already know who it is. Your presser's presser, Erod212 with Express Comic Book Pressing, guys. Erod will submit your books to CGC and CBCS if you still even want to submit books. And not only that, he'll pass along his discount uh, that he gets from CGC and CBCS. Not only that, Defects 10 gets you an additional 10% off, guys. Always say it. Erod will absolutely blaze your books. Hit him up on Instagram at erod212 or at expresscbp at yahoo.com i'm doing this one i'm this one's hard all right i'll do it you want me to do it i'll do it <laughs> i'll do our buddies over at comic nation the world's finest comic book shop all right so they got a couple codes for you guys you know defects 10 gets you 10 percent off that first order okay every order after that you co use code defects it gets you five percent off you're already getting 15% off any pre-order, and you're getting 5% cash back additionally in, in Comic Nation um, currency. So you're getting anywhere between 25 and 30% off if you're using the defects code, all right? Go check them out. All their information is down below. Start that pull list today. You see, Maddie, I couldn't have done all that fast math. That's all right, bro. Listen, <laughs> we got different responsibilities on this channel. You know what that's I mean? It. That, Matt's the numbers guy, man, the analytics guy. That's it. So I see the chat. A lot of a lot of familiar faces in here. So let's get let's get some news. Jay took the time to put some news together. So there's some cool stuff in there. So I don't want to glaze over this. So you wanna you wanna hit the news? Should we start there? 
Yeah, we'll glaze over it real. We'll fly through it real quick, guys. So oh, we'll we got to give it its due. We got to give it its due. You put the All work right, we'll in. Come on. Yeah, come on. Come on. I'm excited on the CGC thing, guys. So am I. <laughs> Uh, all right, here we go, guys. From CBR, rumors suggest that another actor from The Walking Dead, Austin Abrams, may replace Steven Yeun as the Sentry in Marvel's Thunderbolts. I took one look at this kid, Maddie, and I was like, <laughs> give me Steven back. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we went from, from bad to worse. I mean, oh my, are, they bringing yeah. in centuries, are they bringing in Sentry's illegitimate child? Like, what are we doing here? This like, I hope this is like, not a recent picture of this kid. Oh, this guy looks like a backup goalie for House Slytherin Quidditch. <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> are they, are they doing the puberty? Are they doing like Century's puberty story? Like, what are we talking oh, about here? Yeah, I mean, how how much juice are they going to have to pump this kid up with? Jesus Christ. I mean, holy smoke. This Century guy looks on like crack. He, if they casted this kid for Jubilee, I'd be excited. <laughs> Somebody said it's Sentry on crack. Y'all got any more of those voids? Y'all got any more of those voids? <laughs> oh my god, dude! What are you we look doing like Harry here? Styles. Nah, he look like Hungry Styles, bro. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes, dude! But Sentry wow. nonetheless, right, Jay? Yeah, guys. And again, not spec books. We're not telling you to run out and go buy these. Most people probably have these already, guys. I mean, this book's honestly probably going to plummet looking at this kid. So if you have them, you might want to move them now. If not, if it's a character you love from the comic books, you're probably going to be greatly disappointed. But here they are, guys. Century's first appearance. You got that cover, right? You got that one in 50, Artie Rosen cover. And then you got the San Diego Comic-Con J. Lee exclusive, guys. Um, books you used to be able to find. But not anymore, guys. Those books heated up a couple of years ago with the rumors of centuries. So just highlighting just highlighting some books there. Also, we didn't throw it in there, but you might want to grab that first appearance of The Void if you're a fan of the century because rumor had it a couple of months ago that he was going to actually come in as The Void and then become the century or vice versa, I forget. So another book to be on the lookout for. But you got to talk some comic books, so there you go. Yeah, now listen, these are, like Jay said, maybe they come down in price and you grab them for your collection. I mean, I would love to have this book in my collection in high grade. I don't have it. You know, Jay, you have one, right? Yes, cover I, do. I have a yeah. cover. Yeah, I have a cover, right? But a very hard book to get in a 9.8. But even though 9.8 is probably not the thing anymore. I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. All right, let's talk about something that me and Jay can both, you know, Woo! kind of, uh, yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about smoke, right? Let's talk All about right, smoke. Yeah. Again, guys, according to CBR, James Gunn has confirmed the casting of the Witcher star Anya Charlatra as Xerxes in the DCU. That's right. We have a Xerxes in the MCU and we have a Xerxes in the DCU. She will de debut as a voice actor in Creature Commandos animated series. But this also means Anya will play Xerxes in a live action, most likely Wonder Woman movie her being one of wonder woman's greatest foes um playing a sorceress again right we all seen her in the witcher as yennefer she played a great role i mean i i called it from the beginning i would have took that down with the hump on the back but that's <laughs> that's just me being brutally honest i saw she had potential with the hump you know and that's what i'm saying i mean it didn't it took me all two seconds to, to know i'm like this 
this is like this is like a she's all that type of thing like this oh, girl's yeah. a smoke show in real life right thank god we have google nowadays it took me two seconds to find her and then two episodes later later she was naked so we got the whole we got the full picture so yeah and i mean listen she played a great part right she was yeah. probably the highlight of the show and worked with Henry Cavill who was Superman so a little bit of ties there I think Gunn is doing a great job as far as casting is going um again probably gonna play that same type of role as as Xerxes you know a dark sorceress so we'll bring up some books if you're not familiar with Xerxes because I sure as hell wasn't um first appearance is that Wonder Woman number 37 from 1949 obviously you guys know that's a pricey book she has come along in books you know um in between then and when her reintroduction which is wonder woman number 18 from 1988 guys that's when they pretty much reintroduced the character probably a book you could still definitely find in backfin somewhere might be something worth a two to three dollar grab if you like the character or in most cases now if you like the actress um we see all see what happened with taylor swift and and dazzler and all that stuff and another interesting book that when you look up the article on all different websites they keep showing xerxe as this white skin red haired character next to her picture so it might be something obscure that uh james gunn can do so that book right there is men of war number two um new 52 book again a book you could definitely find probably find in back bins awesome cover um you know, aside from the first book, two great books to be on. The, I know I'll be looking, be on the lookout for them. Um, definitely not going to pay more than cover price for these, though. But expect them to shoot up with, you know, the casting news. Absolutely. Hey, guys, if you're just jumping in, we're going to get through some movie news. And then we're talking CGC. Uh, and we have a special guest that's kind of just hanging out in the back right now. That's going to give us some dope insight. So some some stuff to cover. We're not done with CGC yet, but... We're not done with movie news yet. So this I'm actually kind of somewhat excited for. I don't know. What yeah. do you think? All right. Yeah. So MCU's Wonder Man is back on track despite previous reports that it has been canceled, guys. This went on a nine-month layoff after the SAG strike. Now we're back. Same director, same actor. Um, I don't know, man. It's MCU scares me, you know? What's up, Chef? Uh... Excited, though. This was hinted at back in WandaVision. We got little Easter eggs for Wonder Man. We got little Easter eggs for Grim Reaper. So definitely not a surprise. Something that's been in the works for a while that they said got canceled, but obviously now back on track. Whew. Yeah, a couple. I mean, listen, uh, before we talk about the books, I mean, uh, I was planning on talking a little bit about Echo tonight. I don't know how many people have watched it, but just... Just quickly, I mean, it's to me, it's a step in the right direction for where, how, or where, or how Disney Plus should be used. So if you give me something similar with Wonder Man, where you're dropping all the episodes at once, a very quick, concise, short story that kind of gives me an introduction into that character, like, I think that's how they should have used it from the beginning, and they didn't. Um, so if that's what they're going to do with that, with, th with this character, great. Uh, sign me up for that. I'll, I'll be willing to give Wonder Man a shot. And like Jay said, these are two books that some of you may have stashed as an investment and they've dropped a lot, but maybe now you can get your money back out of them or maybe you just want them in your collection to keep them hold on because they're pretty dope. Two dope books, to be honest with you. You got a number nine and then a dope cover on number 52. So, Yeah. 
And guys, I threw I, I threw the, the 52 in there because when we hear these characters are coming, you got to start thinking outside the box and start grabbing not that character, but the characters associated with that character. This is obviously Simon's brother, Grim Reaper. Um, and like I said, we, we got Easter eggs from him in WandaVision. We've seen that little skull and crossbones with the two sickles around it. So books to be, you know, it, like Matt said, you ain't going to find these in no back bins. These are going to be either in your collection or be looking to buy. Or maybe after the show pops, you grab these if you really like the characters. Wait for them to come down in value and don't, you know jump too far into that FOMO with these because obviously they've been up they, they they went really high during COVID came back down but they're still still a little pricey and probably get a spike again so you guys know what to do oh and lastly the Mandalorian and Grogu are officially flying into the big screen guys who didn't see this coming right their most successful show Gonna hit the the big screen. Super excited for that. Um, books that we've talked about, guys. Well, Matt, first, how do you feel about this? Well, first, let me just give a shout out Chinmo real quick. I heard he's driving the bus from Connecticut to Alaska. So, oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, Chinmo, Alaska. Bound. That's it. Uh, as far as this, I don't know, man. I feel like this is gonna be a little bit more geared towards the younger crowd, but that's okay. I mean, I feel like almost all Star Wars kind of is, uh, but um, listen, I was a big fan of Mandalorian, so to see it on the big screen, if if they're giving me the same thing they're giving me on Disney Plus, I'm, I'm I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, they'll probably throw a couple of big cameos in there from different actors from Star Wars movies. So you know, we've seen that in the past with the young Luke. So it's definitely something cool. You know, I'm more excited for this than anything else Disney needs. You know. <laughs> yeah. So there we go, guys. And here are the books to get, uh, or if you don't already have these, you know, pretty recent books, not too expensive, jumped a little bit in price when season two came out, but you have Star Wars, Darth Vader, number 20. That's the first to cover appearance of Grogu and uh, the Mandalorian. And then you have the first the Star Wars, the Mandalorian, number one, first story and appearance cameo of Grogu. Um, there's also that die, die, die book guys that came out back in 2021, where you kind of see Grogu hidden in the, uh, the boxing yeah. arena. So, uh, not a big star Wars reader. If you're, you know, guys in the chat, if there's other books with cameos or appearances of these guys that are not previews, cause I'm not a big preview guy, let them know in the chat, but yo, two dope covers, right? That Mandalorian number one is fire. I mean, two books that when we were doing new comic book day. CBSI, yeah. we told you guys to grab, you know, like, hey, th yep. these are books. So these these never really went back down to cover price. So, um, but yeah, you see Chinmo, he's making a pit stop. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> King Kong, guys. We'll talk about that in a little while, too. Yep. Um, what else? All right. Was that all the movie news? I mean, did, did you watch it? Yeah, that's Let me it. ask you, did you watch, you watch some of Echo, right? Yes, I am on episode three. Okay. The first two episodes were cool. That train scene was pretty dope. Um, so not bad. Positive so overall. I mean, you get Kingpin, right? Yeah, positive overall. I would tell you what I really enjoy is Ted the TV show, which is yo, that shit's wild. <laughs> how how far into you that? Uh, episode three is okay. Well. I'm on two on that. That shit's crazy. I yeah. like that. Mom is definitely the best. Oh, the mom is great. The, the mom is great. Yeah. 
Um, yo, is this is the cousin the girl from Cobra Kai? Yes, it, it is. Oh no, is it Cobra Kai? No, what she? Oh, it may be. She. What she from? I thought she was from Stranger Things. Oh, Stranger I, Things. I, that's right. She's from Stranger Things. Yes. Yeah, I knew she looked familiar. I'm like, I know, I know this chick from somewhere. But yeah, no, I like, I like that show. Two shows I could finish watching right now: Echo, which I got one episode, and and Ted, I got the rest. I'm only on episode two. All right. I mean, all right. We we got to get into the. We got to get into. We got to get into this stuff. So, uh, you saw the thumbnail, CGC. Um. Let's let's start back. Last live show we talked about CGC, kind of the debacle, the fiasco we'll call it, because that's what it was of this this reholder scam. And I'm not going to rehash the whole thing, but essentially a list came out with all of the numbers that were affected by potentially affected by this this person um, that was defrauding people. 350 books that they know of so far, um, <clears throat> and the process started of, of bringing take, intaking books back in to check them, so on and so forth. The nine nine newsstand on Instagram. It was kind of the first to break this, um, and, and it just steamrolled from there. So a couple days ago, the 99 Newsstand and the, the West Coast Avengers, who's in the chat, they actually had an interview with Matt Nelson, president, CEO, right, of, not CEO, president of CGC. Okay, so it's something a lot of people watched, and there was a couple a couple little announcements in there. The, probably one of the bigger ones, as far as announcements go, was that he said something about, pushing forward uh, for a 9-9 pre-screen, okay? So that kind of, right away, me and Jay were like, whoa, 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 whoa. So watch the interview today. Really, really good interview. Uh, we were coming on planning to just talk about a little bit of the interview and focus kind of on that 9-9 pre-screen thing and to talk about, like, what does it mean? What what would that do? Um, and 9-9 Collectible, 9-9 Newsstands reached out and said, hey, I got some insight. Love to come on and chop it up with you guys. It was like 20 minutes before the show. We're like, yo, let's do it. So, without further ado, let's bring in the man of the hour. What is up, brother? What's going on, my friends? Thank you so much for having me. Jay, Matt, a pleasure to be sharing the screen with you. And thank you for receiving the message so well. I'm really happy to be here tonight. I am very eager to be a part of this conversation. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I know it's, it's been a busy, busy couple of weeks for you, right? Busy last couple of days. I'm sure you've been getting a lot of messages. It's uh, it's been it's been the busiest I've been in the community, and I like to keep myself pretty busy in the community. But yeah, for the last thirty days, um, it's been progressively more and more busy, and I'm I'm preparing myself for like this 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 level of excitement, enthusiasm for when it you know comes back to normal to not feel like, oh gosh, where did everyone go? Where's all of the, you know, the, cause you know, yeah. it's gonna normalize over time, but right now it is um, a very serious topic. And of course the things that came from the interview yesterday um, created some more headlines or more conversation, if you will. And I'm really eager to hear your guys' thoughts on it. I have, of course, have my own thoughts on it. And there was a little bit of conversation that happened after the recording ended. Now, of okay. course, um, some of that is in confidence, but I think some of it is safe to share to provide some clarity for what might be expected of this 99 prescreen and how that even got introduced into the conversation. But why don't you guys go ahead and start and um, I'll be here with the conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First, first, I just want to say really good work. Uh, I good Thank for you, you man. The, 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 the detective work you did on this. Fantastic. And the interview was really good as well. Um, I really you know, appreciate it, that. you guys asked some really good questions. I, I know, you know, I'm sure you wanted more 
but you probably knew that you weren't going to get it. So you kind of, of course, it kind of felt that mental mentality going in. So I feel your pain sometimes. And if you push too hard, then the guy's not going to want to do the interview. So I get it. We want to sure establish you... a relationship. Right. We want to make sure that when there is something concrete to say, he knows that he can come and openly say that here. We can't just beat the guy up the first time we're sharing a screen with him. That communication is a wrap after that. Right. You know, yep. it just is yep. what it is. So, and Dave's with us, West Coast Avengers. What's yeah. up, obviously? We yeah, so, that together, and it was on his channel. So, guys, follow West Coast Avengers on uh, YouTube and go watch the, the entire interview. We're going to talk about the interview, but watch it in its entirety over on, on his channel. Give it a thumbs up. Comment on it. Do all that good stuff. Let's get him get him some interactions over on that video. Um, and I should have I should have introduced you as cgc award-winning oh gosh i mean i listen, <laughs> not, listen not I, stand. I heard you I, got a plaque bro i heard I you did. got a cgc plaque look dave and i had no idea and look <laughs> the gesture is really nice obviously it's not against the law to be nice it's not against the law to be kind but also we're not naive we're not the most gullible gang here you know <laughs> i i understand what the gesture there's layers to that but that doesn't mean i don't appreciate it that doesn't mean I don't, you know, happily. It's it's a it's a fun thing for Dave and I to be like, oh gosh, that's that's sweet, you know. But that's not what we did this for. It's a right. plaque. We love it, but there are problems to resolve here. But I still appreciate it very much. But yeah, the community is running with it. You know, they got all <laughs> sorts of nicknames for it. But guys, we didn't plan it. We didn't no, know I that know. was going to happen. All right. But you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna butter me up a little bit, sometimes it's going to work. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, throw throw some throw some grading credits. You know, let let's forget the plaque. Throw That's, the grading credits hey, at me. You know, you know. <laughs> you know hey, listen, I'll try to milk the plaque for what it's worth for years to come. Okay, it's gonna we'll be like the it. Stanley Cup. It's gonna go everywhere you go. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, <laughs> why not? You know, it's it's something. It's so a, Matt, you know what has to happen now? Our book's got to go from Erod down to nine nine, and then he's he's, he's got to submit it. For, yeah. <laughs> listen, I gotta be honest. That might be worse because he might be the most hated man at CGC right now to be honest yeah absolutely yeah you ain't kidding <laughs> hey, you know, that's the fun. Listen, listen first, i want to take a moment to say matt thank you like that's very kind of you and i do have a great deal oh, oh i'm talking about you as matt well nelson. but i'm talking yeah. about matt nelson i have a great deal of respect for him but that doesn't mean there are some questions that i have um but yeah it was so funny it's because like people made jokes pr prior they're like yo do you think cgc hates you right now or actually loves you and i said well there's probably more disdain dis there's probably more dislike of me bringing this stuff to the surface than anything else. Because of course I could have went private with it. I could have just contacted them and say, hey, you know, yeah. this is going on. But the truth is doing it that way, that's how it's happened over the years. That just means the shit quietly gets swept under the rug. The community never gets in an right. uproar and nothing happens. We need an uproar. We need concern. We need questions. We need the publicity or else it doesn't affect their bottom line. If it doesn't affect their bottom line, it doesn't change. Oh, do we do we use profanity here? I'll, I'll yeah. just, I won't. Oh yeah, oh, okay. yeah, absolutely. You know Nothing. where you are. Sorry, yeah. We, we yeah. take offense to we take offense to not you. Okay, it. great. Then I'm in the right place because this shit won't happen. Nothing will get done, right? And so a lot of people watch the interview, and a lot of t a lot, for a lot of folks, that's their first time getting acquainted with me. But even like I told Matt, you know, Matt made a made a comment during the interview. He said, you know, a lot of people think we're the cold corporate structure. We don't care. And after he was done with that sentence, I said, hey, you know, Matt, I got to tell you. I'm one of those guys that talks about you like a cold corporation because that's how yeah, it appears did. a lot, you know? And so a lot of people's first introduction to me is that video. So they're just like, oh, you went, to, I mean, very few people, but you know, the negative comments stick in your head more than the positivity. The of positivity course. is overwhelming. We have a great, supportive, loving community. I have a lot of friends, family in this community. 
but um, you know, people said you played softball with them, so on and so forth. Guys, there is a reason for it. There is a plan here. There's a long play, you know, and there yeah. is an ongoing investigation. If we ask the guy, hey, is the case going to change? And he says, we're working on, you know, any improvements. If we ask the question a second time, you think the, the answer is going to change? It's the same yeah. fucking answer for that interview. And yeah, we already knew that it. answer before the damn interview. We yeah. all have a fucking brain here. But the yeah. point was to get him on the channel get his face to the community, speaking directly to it, making sure he knows that it's welcome. It's appreciated. He's going to earn a lot of love from a lot of people that are easily satisfied by just an appearance. But there are also individuals that just want to know there's a line of communication. And in that interview, in that video, I said at the end, guys, I'm going to get tore up for this. My friends are going to ask me, why didn't you ask this? Why didn't you ask that? But that's what that comment section's for. So any yeah. heat that you want to deliver, deliver it there. And I said, Matt, I hope that you, myself, and Dave really invest ourselves in this comment section because the next time you're on, I want to be addressing these things. But right. this first interview had to be friendly. It had to it establish had to that yeah, relationship. Yeah. That's the but way you, to do this I thing think, correctly. I think you did a good job, though, because you got about as much as you were going to get out of him. I was even surprised that he did the interview. I mean, because I was thinking sure. about trying to reach out to somebody from CGC. I don't think they'd want to come on our channel right away. <laughs> Maybe down the road yeah. once they're a little bit, once they have their nose a little bit more clean. But um, there was some stuff to address. And, you know, yeah. he said some of the right things. Like, I don't want to get caught up and dissect the whole interview, but sure, just sure. kind of a general, like, you know, he said some of the right things. I would have, I would have liked to have him take a little bit more accountability for the company because yeah. this is on them as much as it is the guy that did it, in my opinion, yeah. you know. Oh, I'm we with did you on that opinion. We did a video um, on this channel, probably now going on, oh, got to be eight, no, nine months ago, where there was a guy in the Northwest that was doing the same thing, except he was inserting counterfeit comic books. Okay. Like literal, like reprints that he was making that were very close to the real thing. And he was creating spine ticks and, co and color rub and rounded corners. And he sold at least $100,000 worth of comics that we know of privately, you know, hand-to-hand. Uh, -hand. So this was How a problem. How do you get him into the inner well? Sorry, I don't, I don't want to get sidetracked. No, I mean, well? we don't know, but we're going to assume the same way this guy was doing it, which, which yeah. again, we don't know, but we're going to assume that heat gun kind of sliding it out using that razor. Oh, my bad. Yeah, he, he took an already graded reprint, so yep. it was already in the inner well. He wasn't actually manipulating that inner sleeve. I got no, you. No, so bad. he he was yeah. taking, right, so he was taking, uh, like, one of the, I mean, there's some big books, like an 80181. Um, he was taking that out and, and reinserting a fake 181, right. closing it all up and selling it as a graded 80181. So, right. I mean, this isn't anything new. This was just the biggest scale of it. Um and I'm, it's just crazy that you you found out. You just happen to, yeah. you know, it, it was funny because when me and Jay, and we said this last week, me and Jay all of a sudden noticed a lot of these high-grade Mark Jewelers going up for sale. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, how does this one guy have these? And we just never, yeah. and he was like, it must have been some type of crazy find. And I'm like, yeah. And we just never thought about it again. But obviously that triggered something in your mind to be like, let me take a closer look at this because 100%. something don't smell right here. Yeah. So... Um, 100%. And then I, I saw a couple of people referencing it in the comments, so I want to say it. Um, you know, people are like, well, what's the solution? Like, what are what are they actually doing? And I see, like you said, 
they that page that they put in their news um, section on the CGC mm -hmm. website, they mm -hmm. updated without telling anybody, right? They didn't say like yeah. revised or updated. All of a sudden, this facts section, this FAQ section showed up and it kind of laid out how they were going to do the reimbursement process. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like, forget about what he, what was written on the website, but from what I'm piecing together, together from that, plus the interview with you, right. is that they're going to be trying to do replacements as much as they can. It sounds like mm -hmm. they want to just be able to put that same grade back in your hand yeah. because you made a great point. If somebody bought an ASM 300 9.8 newsstand mm -hmm. a year and a half ago, they paid mm -hmm. $25,000. Mm -hmm. If they were to cut them a check for the value today, it's 14. Mm -hmm. And it, like you said, they don't want to be selling that book in a down market. So how do you remedy, remedy that? And it sounded like he's working with, or CGC is working with eBay, all the auction houses to basically get replacements of these books in their hand, in these customers' hands. So that basically you're squared away. You had a nine point, you paid for a, a 9.8 newsstand, you have a 9.8 newsstand. Is that how you interpreted kind of his answer? Um, there's there's two parts of that. One one thing that I'll say is in terms of them being involved in finding the replacement, I don't have any reason to believe that they're going to have an actual involvement. I'm not saying they won't, but I don't assume so. I think they're going to give you the money and it's probably up to you to find it. But that's good and bad because as soon as you start buying them up in the market, the price for the next one is going to increase. Someone is right. going to get screwed out of that book. Um, especially the really rare stuff. So they've got some things to work through. But this is also for people that were just passively listening to the interview or perhaps just hoping for it to be empty so that they can say, you didn't say shit, well, you have to listen carefully. Because during that part, when I asked him about compensation, I brought up all the same things that you brought up. And very importantly, I said, wait a second, but it sounds like even though this, this secret FAQ that just popped up that said, we'll give you fair market value. And if you want to know what fair market value is, you have to go into their fine print. Yeah. There's an area where they define it, and they're referred to as the guarantor. And the guarantor gets to make it up is pretty much what that yeah, fine basically, print says. Yeah. They'll use whatever <laughs> they want to use to their advantage to give you a price. Now, that can make a lot of people feel like they're getting set up to be screwed. Plus, a handful of people mailed in their books before that FAQ was even up. So now they're like, well, fuck, now you're going to keep my books and I have to take whatever you give me? This really sucks. So it was really important for me to say, but wait a second, Matt, what about the people that feel really screwed? Are they going to have an opportunity to negotiate, to speak to you? And that's a part of the video that some people maybe overlooked or are not holding on to. That is very important. It's not going to be what you deserve. It's going to be what you negotiate. And that's kind of how it works in everything in life. Yeah, the fact yeah. that he said it on the recording, that there's an opportunity to appeal perhaps, or to say that's not good enough and provide your reasons, you're going to have to fight for this. But when we're talking about tens of thousands of dollars, it's worth the fucking fight, guys. No yeah. one's going to do it for you. But the fact that he said there's an opportunity to do it, we have to hold on to that. That is very important. That information didn't exist before. It came out in that interview and it came out because of Dave and I asking the questions. Yeah. I'm giving myself a pat on the back, but everyone else <laughs> has to go ahead and make that money theirs. The opportunity is now recorded. So, uh, Jay, like during the interview, and, and, and uh, Manu, connect me, correct me if I'm wrong, or if you read it differently, you know, he was asking them about the books, the list, how did you complete it? And they're basically yeah. being very coy about it. We can't, we can't tell you how we came up with that right. list. Um, right. uh, but it kind of sounded like he felt like a good number, if like, if not the majority of the books on that list are going to be affected by this situation. He didn't say like, oh yeah, the, you know, the majority, he basically was like, oh yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a few books that 
aren't affected. I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's yeah, not what I was yeah. expecting him to say. And maybe he just misspoke and maybe I was reading into it, but he made it sound like more like more often than not, your book is going to be affected by the situation, especially when it was that multiple iterations of a book on that list, like ASM 194, ASM 300, yeah. New Mutants 98, uh, some of the Wolverine titles. I mean, did you catch that as well? I mean, because... Jay, if that's, I, I mean, did. if uh, Jay, well, what do you think? Like, if I, I mean, I, I just want to go back real yeah. quick. Mm -hmm. um, one, it may, may be in your best bet to fight an appeal if that's what you feel the book is not worth. Because I'll tell you right now, if that's the case, someone's going to take them to court. They'd rather pay you that money out than get sued or even have to pay a lawyer to deal with this type of shit. Mm -hmm. So, guys, if you're not happy with what you get, definitely appeal that. If it's something that's worth it, maybe a book you invested in back in the day um and now it's coming back to you and they're going to give you more money for it then kudos to you right but i would fight for everything that i could get dollar amount for what i thought the book was worth going on like gpa and last sold on ebay and stuff and the second thing i want to talk about if there's holding on if they're holding on to those books that means there's a criminal eminent uh element to this because it's definitely probably being handed over to detectives and the police department for evidence for a case that they're building on the person that submitted these books because there's definitely going to be criminal charges attached to this so cgc is not on the hook for everything they're going to say hey well listen we made an arrest it's going to come out you know i'm sure people already know who the culprit was sure. and i'm sure it's going to come out but i think that's why there's holding on to those books and i think that's why they kind of want to get more books in and all you know tangle that carrot of whatever their monitor or fair market value is but yeah, guys, if you're if you're if someone watching this, I would definitely do my homework and get the full value of what that book you feel is worth. So I agree. And then, Jay, since you're talking about that, I want to get your thoughts on this. And then uh, Manu, if you could do it, too. Mm -hmm. And it was a great point that you made during the interview. They said that they're going to keep the book and and keep the cases closed and i saw right. your face and you were like you saw it right yeah and you're like how do you how are you going to tell i mean the grading aspect of it i understand majority of the time you could probably tell without opening it but you said you know what about some of these books specifically hulk 181 where there's a missing value stamp which automatic comics you know was able to kind of track down that one of the pieces of the puzzle to show like the guy bought a 8.5 green label no stamp in it and reholdered it into a blue label 90 and sold it. So clearly Absolutely. that's going to be one of the scenarios that they have to look for. And you're like, how are you going to know that if you're not opening the case? And the answer was so like, it was so cryptic. He's like, you know, we can't really divulge information, but we have our methods. And I was just like, what the fuck, Jay? I mean, <laughs> what could, like, could, what is it? Are they just going to like make it up at this point? Like what's, what do you think that is? I mean, I think Matt had to be evasive as possible. I'm sure lawyers prepped him before even coming on to your show, 99, about the legalities of Absolutely. what he could say and can't say mm -hmm. with a pending case going on. Um, I'm surprised he did come on with that being said. Um, I'm glad he did come on because, again, you asked him great questions. And even if you wanted to ask him questions that you weren't comfortable with, he would have just evaded them anyway, right? Absolutely. He danced around him and just like you said you're gonna ask him the same two three questions that they already answered he's gonna be like hey go back to what i said here so i totally get that but i'm sure there's gonna be a lot more that comes out with this there's gonna be a lot more books that this has you know that affected them um 
it's definitely not just one person that's done this. Matt talked about the Fugazi books about nine months ago yeah. that they were slipping in, guys. So, again, man, um, I can't wait to get into the other stuff yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, that he dropped on there. But, yeah, that's my opinion, guys. Just be careful. Know how to grade your books, right? Um, I mean, I, I don't know, man. It's It's... Like like Jimmy says, yeah, corporate answers, man. But it, would you? That's what you should expect him to give you. You know, he's he's gonna be prepared for whatever question nine nine has, and answer it from there. From you know, I mean, I'm sure he was he, he was prepped by his staff. Well, on, the, hey, I'm gonna do the truth. And and um, sorry, not to cut you off, Kerry. I'm sorry. No, no, good. Um, so uh, so Matt, in regards to what happened at the end of the interview, yeah, when that yeah. sentence came out of his mouth, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> um, the thing is, we knew which questions we were going to ask, and so did they. That's how this goes. They have to be very careful. Right, yeah. They're not going to invite themselves on. It, it, there's also a reason why it wasn't a live video. Dave and I like to do our updates live when we talk about this. There's a reason it wasn't. But again, we're establishing a fair relationship, right? We already know that shit is fucked up. No one's trying to get him to <laughs> say, oh, yeah, shit's fucked. We know that. He doesn't have to say that. We are yeah, aware. Yeah. The first question I asked him was, how was the last month? He said it was fucking stressful. Okay, that's enough of that. Let's talk about things. But, you know, um, Red Hood Comics, right? That's my guy. I got big love for Red Hood Comics, right? And he picked up on this as, as well. And he said something that was really nice. And I appreciate him saying that because him and Keep It Thorough did a stream last night, which I, I really enjoyed yeah. as well. And shout out to Keep It Thorough. And shout out to Swagglehaas. I think he's with us. He's obviously done amazing coverage yeah, of this. and ton and, of stuff. And, yep. and I really appreciate it. And so, you know, Red Hood said, Manu did a good job. I'm sorry. I don't mean to encourage myself here, but I'm just, I, I was happy to hear this. Manu did a good job of getting Matt's guard down. And, and that's my objective is I want a human conversation. We know there are questions to ask, but we know we're not going to get shit for fucking answers. So at <laughs> least let's have a conversation. Let's get to know who this person is. Let's get to know if he personally feels, you know, upset about what's happened. That's where I really wanted to go with that, right? And we did start having very just casual conversation. I'm a pro at casual conversation. I'm a fucking talker. It's not uh, a secret. But at the end there, he did not intend for that sentence to come out of his mouth about, not open, you know, saying we're going to take in all the slabs, we're keeping them as evidence, we're not going to open any of them. And even when he said that, he didn't anticipate me to hold on to that and be like, wait a second, how are you going to verify which books on the list are or are yeah. not affected? Which ties <laughs> back to your previous question of him saying, all of these are most like most of these are most likely affected. Well, maybe it's because they don't give a shit if they are or not. They want to get the dirty certs off the market yep. and get this thing forgotten. They don't give a fuck. Here's your money. Give us this fucking filthy cert number, burn it, we're done. That's it. They don't even want to potentially uncover a bunch of shit and tell us a bunch more nope. shit. Give nope. us the books. <laughs> Here's your money. Shh. That might be yeah. why. And in terms of him saying, I can't speak to this. This is just speculation. In terms of Matt saying, like, we have ways to figure out what a book has in it without opening the case yeah, or not. Yeah. Listen, man, I just caught the guy off guard. He had to say whatever he was able to find to say like no disrespect but i caught him off guard that's what happened there. did you guys clarify um, that after you, you i mean if you, if you can't tell me you can't tell me but did you clarify after you hung up uh, the interview or no but what i did do after the interview and i i told him i said i said matt if there's anything that you've said that you don't want in here you gotta let us know now right because we're gonna edit this thing yeah i'm gonna put this thing out i'm doing the thumbnail right now and he said you know what it's fine 
let it go. There's probably some things that, you know, might create a reaction, but let it go. Just do it. And, and the one thing that we did talk about was one thing that we are going to talk about the nine, nine pre-screen stuff. And I'll say what I can about that. I want to protect, you know, yeah. things that they're yeah. working on. It's not anything bad. Um, but let's talk about that whenever you want. Yeah. 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 I mean, real, real, yeah. uh, Matt, I'm just going to throw go, go, real go. quick back to what I said. Yeah. Matt, he, he doesn't want to tip his hat, right? He doesn't want to let the people know what's going on because you know, whoever's involved in this is definitely watching your channel nine, nine, they're definitely on par with everything that's going on in the community. They're not, they're hiding in the shadows watching hundred percent. If he were to, if he, these people probably lawyered up already expecting the worst to happen. But if he's out there saying, I can't open these books up because now they are evidence in a criminal case. He, that's him tipping his hand. That's this guy telling his lawyer, Hey, listen, this is what they're prepping for him. Him saying they're not opening up at all. Like you got that out of him. That's already saying too much. Cause that tells me, okay, that something's going on. They're putting together a huge case. They're going to wait for more stuff to come in. Not only that, they're going to examine these books, how well they're sealed back up, you know, how they're getting dug into. So he's, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, he's a businessman. He's stressed, right? Mm -hmm. Is he stressed because his customers got hurt or ripped off or not. He's stressed, you know, let's keep it 100. He's stressed because this is affecting his business yep. and he has to do damage control. And, and and that's it. He wants to get in everybody's good favor again. And that that's pretty much it, man. You know, at the end of the day, that puts food on his table and he has to do what's best to protect himself. 100%, man. I, I agree. Mean, we, uh, we kind of talked about this last week and we said like, you know, me and Gary, you know, Gary was on with us. Erod was on with us. And me and Gary, basically just like, they're going to want to throw as much money at people to make them go away as possible because that amount of money is no comparison to what will happen to lost business, to lawsuits, to lawyers. It's a drop in the bucket. If they give everybody X amount of dollars, it's not even a tenth of what it's going to cost them if this thing goes, if this thing plays out in a poor way. Um, so... I think what you just said is, is exactly both of you guys just said is 100% right. They just want to get these things as many of the, as many of them off the market as they can and just give money and just call it a day. I think the more rare ones and the ones that are like one of one on the list, they're probably going to really inspect those. Mm -hmm. um, I see that that Stan Lee sign book, they already crossed off and he was kind of yeah. saying like, oh, we think it's good. But then he kind of said, I haven't seen it yet. So I think yeah. there's going to be a couple circumstances where they're going to want to try to keep the book intact. Um, another thing that I liked about it was that they said they're going to update the census, which I think is really good because a book like ASM 184, we calculated the, the books on the list made like 12, made up like 12% of the census. Yeah. There's only 550 of them. And he had like 56 of them. He, he had like 56. Right. Yeah. So we were happy about that. And the more we're talking here, you know, I was going to, I was going to come into this, this video and you guys tell me what you think. I was going to come into this video saying how surprised I was that they're not already announcing a new case. I'm pretty sure yes. they already have a new case ready to go. Oh, that's now, where you're at with it. Oh, that's where I, I'm almost positive that they already have the new case ready to go. But I, the more that Jay's talking, the more that Manu's talking, I think that by bringing out a new case this fast would give lawsuits more validity because now they're basically saying it's our fault by having a bad case. Yeah. yeah it's like a confession. A point, yeah. 
it becomes a confession. So I think you're right. I think the lawyers have prepped him on a lot of things and that being one of them. The fact that he didn't even say we're working on a case was shocking when I first saw the interview for him to just be like, well, nothing's been decided. Like that should have been like when you're just sitting here, you're not thinking about lawsuits or anything like that. Common mm -hmm. sense would say like, guys, we are going to make these cases fucking bulletproof. Right. You're, you're, we to, are man. going to guarantee like our yeah, name says that's accountability. You you hit it right. It makes sense, Matt. That's the fact that he didn't hey. say that is now telling me that he was told not to. You because might be right. There's got, I mean, that's the, that's the only it's either that or that he just made a really they're just making a really bad mistake by not saying it. But I'm pretty sure they're not because the lawyers are saying, hold on, let's take care of all of these customers there's 350 of them or as many as we can before we start making changes to say like our old system our old ways were flawed now here's how we're doing it. and just like he wouldn't tell you what it was that was flawed he just said oh they exploited our reholder system that was the most the most you got out of them right the kind of the whole interview you know what i mean as far as like what they what their involvement in this was the only thing he gave you was they exploited our reholder system. That's all yeah, he said. But, the entire but we can read in. You're right. You're right. But yeah. I think I think we're intelligent enough to read into that. It's not like he's going to tell us exactly what the weakness in the system was. Right. Of oh, course. When Joe received the book at Bay Three, he tipped <laughs> off Samantha at the reholder station. What the fuck? He, the re, taking advantage of the reholder system means very plainly. Um, they got caught with their pants down, not re-examining the books, trying to turn it into a quick, you know, 20 or $40 service. It's not a fucking grading service. They don't have time for this horse shit. They're grading books. They're getting paid. Get them in, get them re-encapsulated, get them the fuck out. You know, without saying it, that has been said. And if we don't recognize yeah. that, then we're fucking dumb as shit. Because yeah, that's yeah. it. He doesn't have to yeah. say it, you know. So, sorry, I get yeah. a little carried yeah. away. But no, I want right. to ask you this question about the case let me ask you this this is for both of you guys matt and jay do you think okay not do you think what if cgc tries to convince us that there is no need for a new case do we the community somehow accept that and keep grading into these new cases and keep purchasing these cases like honestly do you think the community just rolls over and says fine fuck it we'll deal with it God, Jack. I don't. I don't think so. Because then, how many more people is this going to happen to? People know the secret now, right? Yeah. You buy a forty dollars heat gun on Amazon, and now, me personally, um, any big books that I would have, I'm going to keep stuff raw for a little while, guys. And that's no hate on CGC. It just is what it is right now. And I'll get into that more when we talk about the nine nine stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know. Listen, I've been pro CGC since I've been collecting. Well, no, I was always opposed to CGC at the beginning. And then I started getting my bigger books graded. And I love my remarks and my yellow label signature books because that, that tells me, you know, it's pretty much verified. But usually I get that done on my own anyway. But, I mean, I'm just going to keep stuff raw for a little while till this blows over. Because right now, there is no guarantee in CGC. And that's just keeping it 100 you know um th there is no guarantee right now and especially like i said i'll get into that more once we talk about the nine, nine. Yeah. yeah for sure and we should do that soon but i think this kind of jay kind of answered this 
It's nice to blame uh, West Coast Avengers. It's nice to blame CGTV. We need to keep in mind that there was a person behind this for over a decade. What can come from this is trusted sellers and less asshole scumbags. For Hell sure. Yeah. Listen, listen, the the guy, it's that kind of goes without saying, right? And and you know, I think we're not saying it here because we said it last week. Like the guy deserves to be prosecuted as, as far as he can go. But yeah. like Jay said, you got guarantee in your name. You got guarantee in your terms of service. You got guarantee all over your website. Mm-hmm. Right now, there is no fucking guarantee what's in your slab, right? And we see that with this, with the scam, this, this, this reholder scam. And we have it. I mean, we talked about it on our video from yesterday. There were some major books that sold in Heritage Auction, and I know a couple of the channels like Automatic Comics and Swagger House have started talking about this already. But mm-hmm. we started looking at some of these books closer as well. And I mean, I don't want to get into all that, but we're going to end up doing that video next week. We were going to talk about it tonight, but we, we, obviously we don't have time. Some of these books that are, have a grade of like that ASM 1 9.8 pedigree, that's not a 9.8. You know what I mean? Like I would say 9 out of 10 people are going to look at that book and say, it's probably not a 9.8. So like not only do you, I mean, listen, it's such a small percentage. Like you said, they do a million books a year or whatever, but it doesn't matter. When these things are highlighted at such a high level, people are going to lose faith in you. Not everybody is as even keeled as we are here, where we could say, listen, we understand mistakes are going to happen. The mob mentality is real. And at some point, it's going to hit their bottom line. And they're, you know, they're Blackstone. How, how, how long are they going to let that happen where a company's name can't be trusted and a bottom line hurt because yeah. of things like you said? Going back to your question, what happens if they don't introduce a new case? I think it's a huge problem for them. I think I think it's an enormous problem for them, and I think they see <clears throat> not a massive slowdown, but enough to notice a slowdown, right? To notice that numbers are down, yeah. right? I'm not saying their business can be cut in half or by any significant percentage, but sure. enough to know when you walk through the halls over there that it's not the same as it was because now people are hesitating. Maybe, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, I'll never use them again. And then the majority of people are kind of like, I'm just going to wait and see what happens here. Right. right? That's probably the majority of collectors. So um, unless you guys have any. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, before we move on, quick question for you guys. So this doesn't only affect CGC's business, right? This affects vendors' business. That's something I want to talk about, yes. Are people going to be, I would be less nervous to mail my book in to CGC for a submission than I would now to buy it from a vendor or right. from eBay. Now I'm, so, now I'm like, yo, solid you know point, what I bro. mean? Like, yo, th- th- this is my thing. Like, I rather, that that's what's going to make me nervous, you know, especially on eBay and, and with a vendor I don't know, which I don't usually buy from. But, but that's the thing. A vendor could have got duped, man. He may not know that book is in his collection. We know vendors that buy collections of slabs, you know, once a month, twice a month. Could could mm-hmm. those books have slipped in somewhere? Like that's where it gets all fucked up, and that's where it hurts everybody in the community. You know, I want to tie in what you just said with what Matt just said, right? So Matt said this might not. No, first of all, it has to affect CGC's bottom line for them to actually, you know, feel it and be like, we got to do something here. And what you just said, Jay, I'm gonna is, I'm so with you because. It's not about the people that are hesitant to, it's not about the small time, not small time, meaning small submitters. They're, every collector is a big collector because your collection matters to you. That's it. Right. But if yeah. you only submit one or two books every couple of months, 
you're not the thing that matters over here at C at, over there at CGC. Right. So if a few people that are casual collectors are hesitant about submitting books, that can get overlooked. Their bottom line won't be affected as much. But what you just said is key, Jay. If the dealers who are submitting hundreds and hundreds of books, they have millions of inventory. If their customers, the dealers' customers, start sweating them and hesitating to purchase from them because of the loss in credibility behind the CGC brand, those dealers are the voices that affect CGC's bottom line. So when the community starts sweating the sellers and saying, hey guys, I need pictures of the front and back of this slab starts being a pain in a seller's ass. I need to know, is this slab tampered with? I need to know if I'm unhappy, I can return it to you. If this 9-8 comes and it's a dog shit 9-4, you're gonna accept my return or I'm not doing business with you. When the dealers start having their bottom line affected, they slow down their submissions or they start emailing the complaints over and over again. That's when CGC is going to give a fuck. And that is also why not calling out any names. I have a respect for a lot of people that have remained quiet and I understand why and I can appreciate that. This is how they put food on their table. But there are a lot of dealers right now that haven't said shit. And all they do is repost a CGC statement every time CGC posts a statement. All right. They want not to fuck things up. They want not to rock the boat. They want this to go away. But the thing is, if they don't get involved in the fight, this doesn't change. And the community has to keep disrupting this, has to keep pushing this, 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 this idea forward of being cautious, of being careful when you purchase, slowing down what you spend. Unfortunately, it affects the dealers before it affects CGC. But that's yep. just the chain. Once it affects CGC, though, it's better for everybody because they Valid. make the changes that make yeah. this a better environment. So, Jay, you're absolutely right. Matt, yeah. you are absolutely I, right. I mean, right now is probably the safest. Well, I wouldn't say right now, but once these new cases come out, which will probably be someone will figure out a way to tamper with them at some point, right? Because nothing, nothing's foolproof, maybe. But I think once the new cases come out, this is going to be the safest time for people to start sending to CGC if that's what they want to do, right? Like, listen, sure. I'm going to be holding on to my stuff for a minute. Um, we have submissions out right now. Um, hopefully this is addressed with a new case soon. But yeah, man, I mean, it is what it is. Dealers might take a hit on this and that's just part of the game. You may see people starting to crack books out and sell them raw yeah. because of this. You <laughs> hey, know. listen. You could, you could, you can, you can sell a book raw. You can be like, look, this thing used to be a nine eight. If you want to resubmit it when the new case comes out, it's on you. But here it is. It's a nine eight. I submitted it myself. Do whatever you want once you buy it. There's, there's a new environment of selling here. I've been harping on this idea of provenance. Now, not everybody self submits and gets their book back and knows that this is the raw that they turned in. But me and Dave, we do that a lot, right? So we have this personal relationship with people that we sell to. I'll send you pictures of the book when it's raw on my desk. I'll send you pictures of the slab when it comes back. Books have a fingerprint, not a literal fingerprint, but we could identify when it's the same book based on the defects, yep. the colors, what yep. have you. You'll know it's the same book. I'm selling it to you. But now the problem with this is you can be comfortable knowing it's the right book, but I don't know what the fuck you're going to do with it once I <laughs> sell it to you. You know, yeah. the bad case could still happen after the good seller sells it, right? That's why it's so imperative that the case needs some sort of change. Either it's a complete redesign or it's tamper evident because now it's not tamper evident. We know by Immaculate's video that it can be opened and sealed at least to a degree that a, a less detail oriented customer will not know 
or the reholder process wouldn't know. Now they will because they're going to examine everything, but yeah, previously yeah. they didn't. But what if it's not going through a reholder? What if it's a switcher rule and you're selling it to some new collector that doesn't know how to tell that the case has been re-slabbed? It's their first one or two slabs. The case is fucking compromised, unfortunately. It's compromised, right? There, yeah. There's no denying that that it's compromised. And you know, this is one example of that. I'm sure there's others out there. We're still talking about, about a very small amount of comics in the grand scheme of things that are that can be under this type of scrutiny. Right. I think we're all uh, in agreement. As, I, I think yeah, as of yeah. now, as of now. Right. But I mean, now, you're think about how many comics has to be tampered with to even make a dent in how many CGC comics are out oh, there yeah. in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, of course. So uh, it's like 100%. it's like it's like it's like the chances of leaving your house and getting in a car accident. Right. I mean, you're you know talking I, less yeah. than one oh, yeah. percent, you know, you know, people get afraid to get on a plane and they say you've right. got a higher chance of getting into a car yeah, accident yeah. than you do. So I'm just small. But what I want to add to that, Matt, is yes, overall, the amount of collectibles comics graded is in the millions. But also, overall, that's because a bunch of people slab stupid $50 fucking yeah, books for course, no damn reason. Yeah, no yeah. one's going to scam those books. It's not worth anything. It's not worth the trouble of selling them on eBay. Everybody that submits crap books loses money because time is money. I don't know what the fuck people are doing. Yeah. Majority of those books didn't need to be slabbed. This problem affects high dollar items. You right. have to affect a smaller amount of high dollar items to affect the right people. Sure. Millions of those books are not Hulk 181s. Thousands of them are. Millions of those books are not Stan Lee signed AF-15. Tens of them are. So when yeah. you start affecting hundreds of that pool, that's effectively a fuck ton of trouble. Sure. Because it doesn't oh, yeah, matter that there's 10 million brand new foil 9.8s out there. Who gives a shit about those? Yeah, right. but, you know, but yeah, what that what that does as well is it also takes some collectors out of the pool. Some collectors never have to worry about that because they're like, you know what? The most expensive slab in my collection is $300 and I'm happy with that. And sure. I'll, so I'll never have to worry about this. So it does segregate the community a little bit, but the it people does. that still are in that pool, like you said, now they have a higher chance of being affected than somebody that's buying lower dollar slabs. Um, but I want to get to the 9-9 thing because we're Let's running low on time. Yeah, yeah. But oh, sorry. This, sorry yeah. No, no, no. We're good. We're good. And if Jay, you want to jump in before we, we move on, I just wanted to address this one comment. And we can't. Do you remember this, Jay? We were talking about this in the chat with Erod. This comment. Uh, do you remember this? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I don't want to say too much because we have no evidence. We have no nothing. Just That's hearsay. Why I haven't said anything. Right. A couple yeah. people talked about this, but it's funny. I'm like hesitant to even. So, now all you got to do, guys, is go back in the chat and look about an incident that happened with this place, and it's mentioned. I think I believe my buddy Mark mentioned it. Yeah. Um, just you'll you'll see it in the chat again. It, it, it's not worth. It, 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 I mean, kudos to people that called them out, but I just don't want to get involved with something like that publicly on the internet until yeah, yeah, someone's yeah. proven guilty. You know what? Right, I mean? right. It just it's they've been involved in. This isn't the first incident they're involved in. Is that okay? Is that not yeah, the first yeah. incident they're they're involved in that's been talked now, about? Now in this it community. makes the first incident look a lot more shadier. Right. We'll just leave I'll it at you. that. Yeah. You know, as far as we go, Manu, if you want to say something, I mean. No, I, I don't. I in regards to that, there is some concern there, and I have seen some photos that are really troubling. Right. Uh, but again, I haven't been able to substantiate, and I'm not doing the detective work to substantiate right. anything. So. 
I haven't, I, I definitely won't be mentioning that business's name, um, but it does seem like there might be something going on. I'm not, I don't think that there was no one else involved. I, I would assume there is someone else involved. What I just wanted to say, not that I wanted, you know, I, it's, it's, I feel right to address this. Uh, Cards and Toys says two things here. He says, I guess nine, nine shit smells better than ours uh, or better than yours or whatever. I get what he's saying. And, and listen, I understand what you're saying. And I appreciate you leaving the comment. And then he says, nine, nine, bro, you got to be not so judgy. I'm trying to make a point, my friend. And I respect what you're saying. And I appreciate you leaving that comment. But I can't please anyone. Um, I can't please everyone, I should say. When I'm being nice, I'm being too soft. When I'm making a point, I'm being too judgy. I'm just going to give you the truth, right? And you can do with it what you will. But just know, I'm coming from a good, good, good place. I love this community. I love everybody that I deal with. I sell $50 things. I sell $15,000 things. It's not about being judgy. I'm just giving the facts here. If someone is slabbing a $40 book, that's not going to be affected here. But I wanted to pay attention to what you're saying, recognize that you're saying it, let you know that you are being heard. I am taking it in and I appreciate you being with us. But just allow me a little bit of grace here. There's a lot happening in a very little period of time, but I appreciate you. Thank you. Listen, cards and toys. Nine Nine is very is a very good person. We found that out today. Me and Jay aren't. So what the fuck are you talking about? Don't come in here in the chat <laughs> fucking badgering our guest, okay, motherfucker? Like seriously, come on. Yeah. Like be a little be a little less of an asshole in the chat. The guy's coming here to spend time talking to you so you could be entertained and you want to talk shit in the chat. Come oh, on, dude. Man. Like let's let's be a little bit. I mean, the guy's trying to give you good information. He hasn't said one thing that should make anybody upset tonight. All right, so stop busting balls in the chat, all right, before I fucking block you. I appreciate you. Cards I mean, come on, man. We're, like, the guy's, he's, he's over here doing the right thing, and you're, you're trying to make a fucking problem. Come I love on, you man. for that, Matt. Thank you. And Cards and Toys, we're on the same side of this thing, man. And appreciate you. Matt, thank you, my friend. That was really it's nice. Good. Let's I just, this... It's stupid. Yeah, let's yeah, do the 9-9 nine nine stuff. Let, let, let's just roll into the 9-9. Nine let's nine. get into the 9-9. Nine yeah, nine let's do the 9-9. Nine nine. Nine. So I'll let Jay take over. I'll let Jay. Hey, listen. Cards and Toys, I apologize. I had a, I've had a rough day. I'm on very little sleep. <laughs> no, just don't come in here slapping the guests around, all right? It's, He's with this us. This is the defects. Toys with us, this man. is the defects. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't You, know, you got to hang with us. Just hang with us, all right? Hang Go with ahead, us, Jay. man. Go ahead, Jay. All right. I'm, I'm just going to tell you right off the bat, Matt announcing the 9.9 .9 on your show, which is great for your show because a ton of people tuned in to hear what that was all about. Sure. Uh, to me, that's like getting engaged at someone's fucking wedding. St don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't deflect, dude. Don't drop that shit at the end. Save that for something else, bro. Save that for have Brittany announce that shit from a, a some all inclusive resort in Tijuana, some shit like that. D don't fucking don't drop that because that was just a total. Hey, but there's this right, which which gets me into the nine nine. I I don't like it at all, guys. Right. Listen, whether you're slabbing a $40 book or a $30,000 book, maybe you're slabbing a $40 book because it's a modern book and you have faith in it and you think it's going to be investment to slab now. That's great. Right. But my thing is, I could barely tell the difference between a 9.6 and a 9.8. And people say that all the time. There's no greater notes on this shit. They don't tell you exactly what you're getting knocked that point for. How are people going to be able to tell? The difference between a 9.9 and a 9.8. To me, that's absolutely absurd. Yeah, we got foil variants and all these different metal and wood covers now and shit like that. But to me, that's just a cash grab, dude. Like, 
come on, now the market's going to get flooded with nine nines. You know what I mean? People, you know, you send in 10 books, you're at least getting two back. That's a nine nine. That's a, that, that's you ain't getting all those books back. Not graded at a nine nine. They want to make their money too. I didn't like that at all. Um, there's very few modern books that I would send in unless it's a character that I personally like. Um, I will send in when everything clears up and gets better, my Joe Garrison Punisher number one, because I'm a Punisher guy and I would like to mm -hmm. get that slab. Um, but I mean, how, come on, man. It, it, the 9-9 nine, nine now, as collectors, we all, we got that 9-8 and that was it, right? Very few times you send in a newer square bound modern or a foil variant and you get a 9-9 nine, nine, or even a 10 in some cases. But what does that mean? A couple of years from now, now 10, a, a fucking 10 pre-screen is going to be on the table? Like, Come on, man. I, I don't like that at all. I think the nine nine's nothing but a money grab. And I just thought him dropping that at the end of your it, it just wasn't the time to drop that. You don't drop good news when all that bad news. Just stick with what it is and then you announce that at a later date. And I, that's just me being honest. I hear you. I hear you. Matt? What did you, I, yeah, why don't you why don't you get in? I mean, I'm pretty much with Jay. I mean, I have a couple more thoughts, but why don't you get into what you thought? Because I know you're I don't want to say you're a fan of this, but I know that you're somebody that's hunting the nine nine. So I don't want to say yes. you're a fan, but you're also somebody that's invested in this type of thing. And I know yes. you have thoughts and I know you had some conversation once the cameras were off. So yes. tell us what you can tell us, you know, why don't you take this one for a little bit? I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. So I will start by saying, yes, I, I hunt, I've never successfully graded a 9.9. .9. And books that I believe to be 9.9s, I've actually held back because I know they're just going to slap them with a 9.8. And I've requested a 9.9 pre-screen before from CGC. I have made mention of it. I've had made social media posts about it. And I've had engagement with CGC about it. Not anything real, but like whoever handles their social media will, you know, engage with it, comment with it, so on and so forth. I don't know where that information goes, right? But... I respect a 9.9 .9 in its rarity. If it becomes flooded, well, that fucks up the whole idea of it and it means squat. Also, when it comes to like these metal books, these hardbound plastic books, these new books, it's not the same thing. They get nine no. nines already anyway. You know, when people see uh, a new, you know, variant cover, an influencer has a bunch of them and they're nine nines, these are these new covers. These aren't people submitting a bunch of ASM 300s and getting 1099s back, right? Right. right. Um, and so, but one thing before I get into all of the thoughts about if a 99 pre screen does happen, I do want to say it has now become a distraction from the topic, but that's if we allow it to, because it wasn't intended to be. He actually didn't bring that up. Yes, it came out of his mouth, but I accidentally brought that up because I said to him, I raised, he said, if there's ever any questions about grading, people are welcome to ask. And I, you know, jokingly was like, I got a question. And he said, what's up? And I said, dude, what the fuck is the deal with nine nines? Why are there 4,700 uh, ultimate fallout four nine eights and no nine nines? And we started having a just free flowing right. conversation. We knew what the planned conversations for the video were. That was not one of them. And he didn't spring it on us because I sprung it on him. So the idea of him planting a distraction, that wasn't it. It has happened to become that though, because he casually said, you know what? You're right, Manu. I don't know why there's no nine nines of that book. They're prop like he admitted they're out there. They're probably out there. And in the next sentence, he was like, you know, I've toyed around with the idea of a nine nine pre-screen. It was that simple. And then I got yeah. fucking excited. It's in my fucking name, guys. And I've been asking <laughs> for an opportunity to submit to them books 
that are 9.9s. When I submit a 9.8, I submit it fully anticipating a 9.8. I'm not the sort of grader that doesn't pay attention to details. I'm obsessive about details. So I don't submit you know, books saying, oh, maybe this one will slide. Maybe I'll get the 9.8. I don't even want a fucking gift grade because then I can't happily sell it to a customer. I want what I deem to be a 9.8 being marked as a 9.8 just so I can charge the premium for it and someone gets a clean 9.8. Cause no one's gonna pay me $4,500 for a Malibu Sun 13 raw. They're gonna wait for me to spend 50 bucks and get it back and then they'll give right. me the fucking $4,500. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just how it goes, right? So that wasn't a planned distraction. Now it's become one because it was such a fucking doozy for good reason. And that's what I do want to talk to you about. Automatic Comics made a great video about how this could affect the values. And other people are talking about it too. Anyone with half a brain can understand, dude, these books out there where there's already two or three nine nines, but hundreds and hundreds of nine eights, those nine nines fetch a pretty penny, like 20, 30 times what the nine eights go for in some cases. Well, if you double that amount from three to six, those people are going to lose their ass on the books that they've invested in. It's bad. And also a book like an ultimate fallout four, where there's nearly 5,000 9.8, you count the different prints and stuff. Yeah. That's going to lead to tens of nine nines, which may effectively decrease the value of the nine eights. There are side effects here. There is a ripple. Now, another thing, if this is done carefully, if this is not just them tossing nine nines frivolously to get a little extra money, what I actually think is going to happen if it's done with some responsibility in a responsible way, this is a correction, right? There are books out there that are nine nines, but they're encapsulated as 9.8s. Those now will have the opportunity to become nine nines. What's really important for people to recognize in what Matt said, and I don't mean to throw Matt under the bus here, is that what he confessed without, hmm, that's the wrong word, that's a negative implication. Everyone decide what you want, but he hmm. did come out and say, yeah, man, there's a bunch of nine nines that we didn't put nine nines on because we weren't really looking that hard. That's what he said. Okay. And now he's saying, if you pay us a little extra, we'll look a little harder. That's yeah, he what he's that. saying. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this again is something very premature. They do not have a timeline or a plan or a structure. They don't even know if they're going to allow people to submit raw books or if they're only going to be pre-encapsulated books. Now, a little bit of what I said after the recording ended, because I told Matt, I said, Matt, Bro, if you just allow for pre-graded books to come in, you're screwing collectors like me because there are books intentionally that I have not submitted to you because I don't want to get slapped with a 9.8. And so now what you're telling me is I have to jump through these stupid ass hoops. I have to now submit it, get a 9.8 yeah. and then send it back and have you look at it for a fucking 9.9. That's right. not fair to me, but to everybody that has hundreds of ultimate Fallout 4s, they're already ready to go. Yeah. You know, so they don't even know the mechanism of this yet. This is something that he did not plan on saying, but he was passionately involved in this fun conversation. At the end of the day, we're just a bunch of comic book people talking. He just happens to be the head of a billion dollar fucking company and there's a lot on the line for him. But he does have an interest in doing that. We don't know when it's gonna happen. I've been talking about it for a long time and so have they. But now let's just assume it will happen. That could be a big damn it's going to be a shakeup, bro, for sure. Because now they're yeah. actually going to start giving books that should have had nine nines, nine nines, and that's going to change things. Well, yeah. see, that's where that's where I get fucked up, right? Because yeah. if you're going to give a nine eight a nine nine, why wouldn't you have given it the nine nine to begin with when there were no pre screens <laughs> for it? That, so to that's me, why that we got to hold them to it. Yeah. That 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 like why weren't you're supposed to be looking at ten? 
and work your way down. That's how the grading right. system works. So now if people are resubmitting nine eights to possibly get that nine nine, was it even a really a nine eight to begin with? Was it really a nine nine to begin with? And now everything gets fucked up and jumbled around. Now that you, you you bought up UF four, I guarantee you once we see this, if this does happen in nine nine prescreen, I guarantee you we see an influx in the community of a UF four and a nine nine, which was originally 100%. graded as a as as a nine eight. So that, like you said, that 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 has ripple effects. That shakes man. everything up. Every grader grabs that book as soon as that hits your table. All right, I'm starting at ten and working my way down. And if they do do that, they're gonna have to give you some type of graders notes. Listen, we all know prices are gonna go up, especially when they get new cases, right? And their insurance policy is probably going to go up because of all that money they're paying out and they're going to have to recoup somewhere. So expect CGC prices to go up. I want graders notes. Like, how come this is a nine? Everything should have graders notes, yeah, bro. Everything it's should so have graders. Yeah, it's like, what, what, what's the difference between this book that's a nine nine and a nine eight? I want to know the imperfection. So maybe I don't send that type of book with that type of error there again or defect there again. So that's where I think it's going to get a little a little wacky you know what i mean so i this is one of those situations where it's tough because of course i would love to send in a book and come back a nine nine and like a book that matters right and i i shouldn't say it like that because all books but Matt, matter, hold on right? prior to that <laughs> yeah, we have we have sent books in a nine eight pre-screen and got tens back mm, yeah that's true yeah but you know those were I mean? like like you said those were like the new those were not marvel printed books like that's like a different, you know what I mean? Those but, are but uncirculated. Then, but, but, yeah. But, but then why switch it up? Why not just keep it at the 9 well, three screen? And then if you get a 9-9 or you get, that's what you get. They clearly have, Good so question. That, <clears throat> that's where I was going with it. They they clearly have some type of cheat sheet, right? That says, if this happens, start looking for this, right? So like Jay said, if we send, and, and Manu said, when you send in a bunch of the same book, like a, a big unmount like a vendor or somebody that has an exclusive <clears throat> now all of a sudden they just assume everything's a nine eight now they are hunting for that perfect one or two in there that's a nine nine or a ten mm -hmm. it's when you're sending that one book in and whereas before they were if if you start putting emphasis on making sure a book's not a nine nine if you're like you said jay if it if the goal if the goal should have always been to start at a 10 10 0 and work your way backwards and it seems like a lot of times they're just going to 9 8 and working their way backwards if they change it now the mentality of the grading that everything is now going to be looked at as if it's a it's like it's like going to school when you're like everyone starts out with 100 and you work your way backwards well if the years before started with a 98 and work their way backwards, but now all of a sudden the New Year's going forward, get to start with a hundred, and they work their way backwards. That seems unfair. That it seems like there's an imbalance in the in in what your collection was before and what it could be going forward with an almost a new grading policy. Now everything we're saying here is a little spe speculative because we're yeah. not sure exactly how right. they're going to do this. Yep. But some of this seems if they are going to start really putting emphasis on nine nine, some of what we're saying has to be either in the ballpark or spot on <clears throat> so i don't i honestly i don't and and nine nine i don't want to i don't want to upset you but like i almost don't want them to make any changes when it comes yeah. to nine nines and the, the couple of nine nines that are out there that i've seen 
you know, I've we've seen some older nine nines. Like I've, to me, anything pre nineties, it's I think is virtually impossible to have a nine nine. How could it possibly get a nine nine where you literally have books that come out of a box and go right to CGC and don't get a nine nine? Where these books in the eighties were being passed around, like you know, in the eighties, you know, it wasn't really until the nineties that more collectors than not were taking care of books. In the eighties, people were still kind of throwing them around a little bit, reading them. They weren't necessarily maintained. Some people were, but I would say it was still less than half were really caring about condition. How did nine, like, right? Isn't there a nine, nine Secret Wars eight out there? Oh, I think there's more yes. than one. I think there's, there's more, more than, than one. one on How is that yeah. possible? And I've seen one of them and it's not a nine, nine. I, I, no one can convince me that it is. Well, right, because was, I've seen yeah. nine eights that are in better shape. So what's That's the, the point, criteria? Because those nine know? eights should have been nine nines, though. Right. Well, I, but possibly if that's right. But if that's the scale that we've adhered to for however many years, Stick that's it. the one you have to stay with. Yeah, that's the problem. You know what I mean? And I, so the nine nines and the tens to me, I don't even consider them. I honestly don't even consider them grades like to me i just they're out of my mind they're, they're out of sight out of mind i never think i'm getting a nine nine i i never you know it's like and if it's a newer book it's just like i don't even to me personally it doesn't it's cool to have like oh my like jay didn't you get one on the ronin you got a yes, 10 i got a 10 i got a 10 right so you got a 10 on a ronin so uh, a, last a ronin square, a square bound harder cover book right right it was right. cool but like jay you weren't jumping up but down imagine you got a 10 on like a secret wars 8 i mean oh, you'd be Right. So, so to me, those grades don't even really exist in my, I don't, I don't want to say vocabulary, but they're just not on my Your mind. Your philosophy to, of collecting. Your philosophy they're just not, they're not obtainable to me. They, they don't exist really. They're a like unicorns that just real. happen. Right. A 10 is not real. There is no perfect nothing. If yeah. you have a nine, nine, that should be your pinnacle grade. You shouldn't have a nine, nine and a 10. Cause then you're saying there's actual perfection. If there's something right below it, there's actual, there isn't Can't nine, nine should be your pinnacle. If you want to have a pinnacle grade, right? right. And that's a very respectable grade. Um, a couple of things I, you dude, you make an amazing point. And I have, I have made, um, commentary about this. I've, I, okay. There's a, there's, there's a video of Matt Nelson saying, and, and they're going to use this to their advantage now if they start readily grading nine nines. There's a video of Matt Nelson saying that a nine nine is allowed a color breaking tick if it is small enough. Now, I do know for a fact because I spoke to Bri about it and Bri did a video about it. He got one of these square bound books back that had, uh, I missed that, but it's, um, what's up, Swag? He had a square bound book that he got back that had a tick on it. And he sent it back to CGC. I think there might have been some damage on the case. So it was sent back. And he was like, dude, how are you guys going to give me a 9-9 a, a nine nine with a tick? I can't sell this. And they yeah, told him. Yeah. They're like, no, no. That falls into the criteria of a 9-9. Nine nine, so you're going to keep it. Now, there's like I told Matt on the interview and like I've said out loud other places, there are no collectors that I know that would ever purchase a 9.9 .9 if they saw a visible color break on it. I don't give a Fuck shit no. what the size is. That's ridiculous. There are people that won't buy nine eights with ticks on them, and nine yep. eights can have three fucking tiny ticks on them. But if Which you're going to say, yeah. so if they're actually going to start implementing that ideology, oh, it's a mess because there are so many nine eights out there that only have one tick and everything else is presumably sharp. 
all of those books, if they actually open up a pre-screen and you have to assess your book through the plastic, they're going to make a boatload of money because everybody's going to send what they think is a 9-9 into CGC. Well, they make money and we lose money because you're going to water down the values across the board. Well, yeah, that's what 9-9 yeah. said. Now you get now yeah. you water down 9-8s. Yeah. But not yeah, only that, uh, I yeah. got nine. I got nine sixes with no ticks or nothing going yeah, on. Yeah, that's what I'm just, saying. It's, but just like we said before, graders know there's no reason. It's just like, here's your nine six back that looks great with nothing. Yeah, like, tell me or or someone said it in the chat. If they're gonna raise prices, why not take scans of the book and point out to you if this is it right here? Look at it when you get on. You know what I mean? Everything should have. The, listen, you have to as a grader, you are paying attention to detail and notating every defect to come up with your grade. Just write it the fuck down. Put yeah. it in the yep. fucking database. Yep. Every That's book it. should have a grader's note. If it's didn't not a they, 10, which shouldn't even exist, it should have a grader's note. Didn't they say one of like during one of the raises during COVID that they were going to start giving more notes? No, nah, they just said the notes would be free. They just said you oh, don't that's need an account yeah, to yeah. access the notes. They didn't I, promise us. Notes. I don't see. I don't get like, listen, if you want to raise prices, but you want to enhance my experience, yes, buying uh, experience yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. all for it. You know, charge me an extra two bucks, but now you're giving me this chart. You know, you're giving me now I we're going to want $5 more slab, but we're giving you images every step of the process. You did say that, Manu, during the interview. Oh, Dave like, brought you, that up. Yeah, Dave, you know, Dave is very right. so, hurt about uh, that question. Yeah, CGC, like they almost people wouldn't be as mad if, if you're it's like it's a little like a spoonful of sugar with the medicine. Like we're raising your prices, but here's what you're getting. It may not be equal in value, but you got to give the people a little something. It distracts them from the, the money that you're raising. So, okay. I mean, th these are little enhancements that literally would take, because like you said, the grader is literally seeing it saying, this is not a nine, eight in his head because of this, just write that down on a piece of fucking paper. That's it just it, makes, man. it just makes no sense. But, uh, and just to address real quick, hi, mm -hmm. Alea comic pro. I appreciate you. You're always, you've been around Black for a long time. Up. Um, yeah, we listen, this is why we left the nine nine conversation to the end. And we talked about everything else in the beginning, because that was the important stuff. This is still, I think this is still a cool conversation to have. Clearly, it doesn't have the weight of what's happening. But it's still a conversation that I think a lot of people wanted to kind of have, because there's a lot of strong opinions on it. And, uh, you know, listen, that's why we're here. We talk about stuff that we probably have no control over. But we're here for it, right? We so do better have it, the to control, better it, though. though. To, be, to better, to better it. it. Yeah. Right, right, In right. In the last 30 days, we have seen that we do have control. I've said this. At the end of Somewhere. the day, so we have enough if we, res yeah. if we respect ourselves enough to, to really put in the work and take the time with it. Because the thing, the truth is this. Without, the, without CGC, the collecting community still exists. Without the collecting community, CGC does not true they know that too they work for us we pay them for a service if the feel-good idea of submitting books and getting whatever back is enough to keep people submitting well that's a human problem and we may not be able to control a new collector or an enthusiastic submitter from just having fun gambling with the system but the truth is the system is designed to serve us and if it's not serving us we do have some say we have to vote with our wallet and that's easier said than done because we have dealers that grade thousands of books regularly, and we have new collectors that have never even touched a raw book. All they buy is slabs. That's yeah. what they collect. They came into this market in the last five, six, seven years because of graded books. That's how they collect comic books. They remember them from when they were 10. Now they're 40, and they don't read them anymore. 
They just yeah. want the investment level, yep. put it on your shelf grade, and CGC has been has become the product. And unfortunately, the company providing the product is kind of a monopoly because we only have one contender that's even close, and the in the in the, the buying community doesn't respect the value in that book. And also, they're not doing themselves any favor. Obviously, no. I'm talking about CBCS. Check this out, guys. CBCS did one fucking thing to try to take advantage of the fact that CGC right now is on the ground, and they're not they're not they're not doing anything to to use this to their best advantage. All they did, and this was on December 24th, one post on Instagram with a stock image of an ultimate fallout for um, uh, second print or the, the variant cover. And then they had a, you know, a couple of jabs at CGC. We're here at CBCS busy making sure cases are more secure. And check this out, their cases are more secure. Yep. You know, Immaculate Comics did a, did a great video trying to tear apart a modern CBCS case and he didn't get nowhere with it. I love right. the CBCS cases for that. But why is CBCS? First of all, even if there wasn't a controversy going on with your main freaking competitor, how have you not put shit out since December 24th on your social media? There's not even anybody working over there in that damn business. Dude, yeah, they've had I, three opportunities while CGC has been on the map this last yep. two years, and they've floundered on every single one of them. I think one of them during, I forget what it was, but CBCS, their answer was to raise their prices. I, their, their business is, it's just a bad business. I have no hate for CBCS, but it's just a bad Whoever's running a show over there, business-wise, and they may be great for the comic book community, but if you're talking about putting money in your pocket as a business, they're just not great at it. And yeah, like I you mean, just said, this guy—they should have been—they should have paid that guy for that video, and that should have been plastered across every single fucking social media outlet that they have, that their affiliates have, that their affiliate sisters have. That thing should have been in everyone's face, but it wasn't. Man. But it wasn't. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. That's yeah. the problem. I, I agree. You got to kick your opponent while he's down. And CGC has been down on the mat for a little bit now. Um, I Dude, from a Matt business said, perspective, yeah, they have to. Yeah, CGC has been down on the mat. CBC <laughs> actually stepped up and started stomping yeah. him out. There it is. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I would have been making videos <laughs> on my social media with... You know, Dude, trying to open this up with a, with a heat gun. And I would have fucking done some things for them over there. Like, my goodness. They just, yeah. they fucked up, man. Their windows, like, now it's like this big and it's and about I say to close. Nah, they yeah, still, you know what? I, I, be hired they, by CBCS I think they, for anything. Just I think they got time, man. I think they got another month, month and a half to start Maybe. pumping out videos, to start reaching out to the community. Hey, guys, let's do a video on these cases. Hey, this is what we have to offer. I mean, you got to get in pe you got to get in people's faces if you want to change the yes. narrative if you, yep. you you're not neck and neck you are lagging so you have to come out with something Way that's behind. just going to smack people in the face like whoa maybe I do make a change for a little bit like and so far I haven't seen it but um yeah. we're running up against time here uh Jay before we talk about King Kong you want to talk about anything else about this now nine nine thank you bro thank you for bringing this out to the community dude you did a hell of a job i wouldn't say exposing but bringing this to light and you guys did a ton of work the interview was great um in your opinion how long did you know how, how long do you think cgc knew about this problem before it was brought to light 
That's a question I wanted to ask you before, because they definitely had to know something. Yeah, I can only guess, but the way that I'll answer is by saying this. If me being involved in graded books for a couple of years have stories about what I've seen, what I've dealt with, the scumbags, the frauds that I've come across, imagine what Matt Nelson is fucking seeing. Right, yeah, I bet. I Perfectly bet. said. Perfectly said. You know, so... Guys, I really appreciate it. Matt, Jay, fucking pleasure. I really hope, you know, maybe on a more positive note, we get to hang out and talk. Oh, and, absolutely, uh, man. Absolutely. Yeah, this was so positive. This was fun. Oh, this Come is, on now. you're right. This absolutely. No, no, I agree. I agree. And I just, I really appreciate you having us on. I, I, I having me on. I'm really glad that uh, this conversation happened. And, and um, yeah, man, I hope you have a great rest of your night. I'm just thankful and I appreciate it. And I agree with your opinions about everything. And yes, if the 9-9 pre-screen does happen, it's going to shake some shit up. But it wasn't meant to be a distraction. We, as a community, it's such an engaging, compelling thing that it has become a distraction. But, you know, we don't have to be distracted from the larger problem. We can have two right. controversies at once, and yeah. we can care about both. We don't have to flush one down the toilet and focus on this 9-9 thing. This isn't even a current problem. It doesn't exist yet. Yeah, yeah, one yeah, exactly. does exist, and we need to resolve that. Yeah, but, that's um, a great point. I appreciate yep. you guys. Healthy debating, bro. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Conlon Comics makes a really... I mean, do, maybe this is something we need to look into, Jay. Maybe we need a panel at King Kong. I mean, we, yeah. we got some people in the community we could get there. I mean, maybe, where's Greg? Is Greg still watching? Like, maybe we got to, maybe we need a little panel. Hey, there was I'm a happy panel. To be a that, part there, of there was you invite me to. Yeah, there was a panel last year, but it was. Yeah, that was a different kind of panel. That was. And thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. You know, so uh, Saturday, April 6th, 2024. I can't believe we're in 2024. Marriott Park Ridge. King Kong 5, guys. Uh, what a dope uh, promo that is. The little uh, GTA yep. parody there. I love it. Um, this is this is, this is is going to be a special one. New venue. All new stuff. Some big guests. Uh, Can you tell me I, more about this? Can you tell me? Yeah. Tell me what? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, you know what, uh, Greg, if you're in the chat, I, are we allowed to announce the the artist that he has yet, Jay? I don't know if he did that. Yeah, no, he dropped it. Oh, he did? So Claus Jansen's going to be there. Um, He's got a, the, a lot of the same artists from last year. He's working on a few more artists. I can't say who yet. Um, This is a community, this is like a community-based comic book show. Yeah. Um, It's not, it's not really a Comic-Con, but it's more... It's community based. Like these, we we kind of all know each other. A lot of the people there are kind of people that are in this chat, people on IG, and this is a one day show. This this year it's one day. It's going to be at Park Ridge Marriott. Um, there's I want to say there's close to eighty plus. I think there's like eighty vendors. Jay, right? Something like yeah, that. He, he's put each year. It's getting bigger and bigger, guys, and bigger and better guests are coming. So I mean, the wait list for this for vendors is long. Like very long um and it's just a community-based show people go there to converse to buy comics they feel i mean and what's crazy is you know we've been to a lot of comic shows the amount of sales that are happening per person is the per the percentage is so high like everyone that walks in there like walks out with a book you don't get a lot of wanders you get a lot of buyers there so it's like this is like one of those local comic shows where people are there just to buy books books with the community element of it and because of that it's grown so rapidly over three years and five shows and greg 
Greg making the great Greg MTG. He's doing a phenomenal job growing this thing. And everybody in the community is trying is just helping because they want this thing to be like a community-based show that just blows up. So it's here in the Northeast, New Jersey, like I said. Uh man, we want everybody in the chat there. This is this is this is awesome, man. I know uh we got a guy coming in from Alaska for the show. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> is he setting up or he's coming to shop and hang? He's just coming to shop and hang. Dope. That's the okay. best thing. No responsibility. Yeah. So yeah. nobody's Enjoy got an time. excuse not to come. This guy's coming from Alaska. All right. When is it? April sixth. Okay. April sixth. So uh I want everybody there, man. I, I eventually we hope that it gets to a point where it's like, yes, this is a monster show that everyone can't wait to come to. You know what I mean? Like that's where we want to see this thing for Greg, you know, and for the community. Yep. What's the what's the phrase, Jay, that you coined? For the community, by the community, dude. There it is. Nice. There nice. it is. So, and then also, guys, um, we're get we're, we're we're gathering sponsors for the show. We have a few already. Um, if you're interested in any way, shape, or form on helping out the show, the money goes literally right back into the show to pay for artists, to pay for more artists next year. Anything that you want to promote yourself, your channel, your social media, your product. We have a guy in New York that's promoting his sandwich shop. We have guys promoting their YouTubes, stores, products. There's small ways to do it. There's big ways to do it. Hit us up. We're kind of helping Greg out in that. So hit myself or Jay up on Instagram or email pressabledefects at gmail.com. If you're looking to be part of this and get your name out, this is a good place to get your name out because you're going to get a ton of social media uh, exposure between our channel, uh, Greg's social media, Gary's, Erod's social media, the show itself. This is a good place to get your name out there if you're a new company trying to get promote their product. Um, so if you're interested, hit us up. It's for Obviously, it's for a good cause. We're trying to make this show even better than it already is. Absolutely. Anything to add on King Kong J? I know the after party festivities you're working on right now. So yeah, hit me up for that. <laughs> bring money, bring singles. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and then guys, eBay Live. We talked about this two weeks ago. Our first eBay Live auction. Yes, that is a thing. A lot of people don't realize it. It is right? in the beta. It is in a beta phase when we are beta testers. Our first show will be next week. We're not exactly sure the day or time yet. We will definitely keep you posted. We have posted a ton of books to um, the store. People, we post them. People are buying them as soon as we post them. So obviously our prices are pretty good. If you are here watching this and you send us a screenshot that you are following us as a saved seller, we will send you a coupon for 15% off your next purchase. Okay? Oh, damn. All right. So if you see, and that's good for live show, Buy it now, whatever. So if you are, if you're following us, send us a screenshot on Instagram, me or Jay, or email us at pressabledefects.com. If you're not following us yet, the link to our store is in the description. Hit the heart on top, screenshot it, send it to me. I'm gonna give you free money. That's it. That's it. We're trying to we're trying to make everybody win here, you know. And when we do hit a hundred followers, where we're pretty close, we'll give something away on the live show. The next live show will probably be at a hundred. We'll give something away to the chat. All right. So, Jay, anything to add to that? Come buy our untampered with slabs on eBay. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. 
Well All right, done. I'm exhausted. I'm on like I got, I got to get my nuts cut tomorrow. So, boy, this guy. Okay? Good, good luck, Jay. Godspeed, oh, man. Luck, Godspeed. Thank you. Yeah. It's going to go great, man. It's going to go great. <laughs> it's going to go great. It, uh, it's going to be fine. You're going to feel Seven lighter. Minutes, Don't worry. Seven minutes in and out, remember? That's it. Seven yeah. minutes. Ask Gary. You know. That's what got me into this trouble. Seven yeah. minutes in and out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, chat. You guys good. have been great. The chat's been crazy. I've tried to read a lot of it. It was going so fast. So I appreciate you guys. Manu, where can they find you if they want to follow more uh, content? The 9.9 newsstand um, on Instagram. You know, I will be having updates about this when I believe there's something to say. Uh, Dave and I, West Coast Dave Avengers YouTube channel, we go live when there's something to say. But if you want to find me for anything at all, to give me shit, to ask me for a book, or to be a part of the little community that we've created over there, I am at Instagram, the 9.9 newsstand. And thank you, everybody in the chat today. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to speak. And I see Dorfler in here with us. I didn't see you till now. What's going on, my man? Uh, Matt, Jay, appreciate thank you guys. You, Very thank fun you. evening. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for the insight, man. It's been it's been a blast. I'm glad you hit me up. Uh, sorry, I didn't see it until the last minute. I know it was a little bit before, but we got you. It in worked there. out. We got you Absolutely. In it happened how it was supposed to. I'm happy yes, about sir. it. Yes, sir. So, Jay, if you don't got anything else, I'm going to end the show. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Guys, we appreciate you. If you're new, hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell so you know when we're putting out content. Tuesdays, 5 p.m. Eastern, recorded videos every other Wednesday. For our live shows, you know that's where we have a blast. Hit the thumbs up, leave a comment. You know all that stuff helps us out. And until the next live show defects.